It is finished. With these words from the cross, Jesus stretches out his left hand to the very beginning of creation where in Genesis we hear, on the seventh day God finished his work that he had done. And with his right hand he stretches out to the very beginning of the new creation where in Revelation we hear the voice from the throne proclaim, it is done, it is finished. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. On the cross, with his arms outstretched, Jesus holds together creation's beginning and its new beginning. He binds together creation and new creation in his self-giving act of love and redemption. His outstretched Arms upon the cross form a narrow pathway that leads from the brokenness of God's good but fallen creation to the restored and greater new creation of God's heavenly kingdom come in full on earth. Concerning this new creation, this heavenly kingdom, John recounts in his apocalypse what he heard the voice from the throne declare. Behold, Listen up. The dwelling place of God, his home, is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. We will find our home in God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more, neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. The central and defining characteristic of this new creation is that God will dwell with mankind. He will be reconciled to his image in a restored and improved paradise, a garden. God and mankind will be in intimate relationship with each other in a way never before experienced, greater than that which Adam and Eve experienced before their rebellion, and greater even now than what we know of when we bear the Spirit of God in our souls. And the force of God's presence with mankind will, you, will do what you heard. It will abolish from his kingdom all the marks of this fallen and rebellious creation. Death, tears, mourning, crying, and pain. They will be no more. This is the power of the cross. This is the power of Christ's finished work upon it. Power to reconcile and power to reverse. With the cross, Jesus reconciles us to God and reverses the curse under which we and all creation groan. And we groan, don't we? We groan under the pressure and pain, the sorrow and suffering of this present evil world that is sick. We all recognize that the world is not as it should be, that we are not as we should be. Yet, Christ 
enters into this world between creation and new creation. Into this fallen, rebellious, and broken middle. And he obediently submits himself to be hung on a cursed and barren tree. To have his hands stretched out and nailed to the hardwood of the cross. He submits himself to this shame and rejection so that he might embrace and gather to himself all the world's brokenness, our pain, our sin, our sorrow, our death, our mental illness, our hate, our injustice, our evil, our resentment, our guilt, and our shame. He gathers them all up on the cross And he swallows them up in his death so that they might be abolished. So that they might be done away with. Banished from this earth. Beginning right here with his declaration from the cross. It is finished. And that declaration will end in full consummation when we hear the voice of from the, fr- from the throne declare in the new creation, it is finished. That's the power of the cross. The power to abolish the curse, to reverse it and restore all that is broken, all that is marred. It is the power to make everything sad come untrue. That beloved line from Tolkien. And this Good Friday... And this Good Friday, this God's Friday, we need to see and again be reminded that the cross of Christ has that power. That world-changing cosmic power to reverse all that has gone wrong. So that that power might be applied in your lives. Power to transform our fractured relationships, to soften our calloused hearts, to mend our broken spirits, to calm our anxious minds, to heal our fragile bodies, to forgive our sinful souls, to banish our shame, to remove our guilt, and to wipe away every tear from our eyes. This is the power of the cross to bring about great reversal, the greatest reversal. And what good news it is. And it is good news. On the cross, Jesus defeats death, the devil, and the forces of darkness. And he unleashes on this world not only the power to reverse death and agony, And all the marks of our rebellion, but also to reconcile you and me, repentant rebels, back to the Father, back to God. This is what St. Paul captures so well in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, when he writes to the church, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, it's been reversed. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, 
who through Christ reconciled us, past tense, reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. This, again, is the power of the cross and Christ's finished work upon it. In his defeat of death and the devil, he pours out heavenly power by his spirit to reverse the curse and to reconcile rebel sinners to God the Father. Tonight, hear Jesus cry out again in triumph. John portrays it in no other way but triumph. The king is making a proclamation from his throne. It is finished. On the cross, Jesus gathers up the work of God from creation to new creation. He restores and completes it in his self-giving act of love and redemption. And through faith and repentance, through baptism and the Eucharist, we are granted access by his Spirit to the cross's power of reversal and reconciliation, and to all the benefits of God's heavenly kingdom. Nothing is withheld from us. Nothing. For God did not even withhold his own son. And Jesus did not hold back his own life. Nothing is withheld from you. No power of God is withheld from you. And we do not have to wait to begin to access the cross's power. The work is finished. New creation is here. Is this not what we just, just heard read from Paul? If anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold the new. The new creation has come. Who among us would not consider a person crazy if they had a new home built for themselves and upon the work being finished, they refused to live in it, choosing rather to live in their old home with its broken foundation, cracked walls, and leaky roof? Good Friday and Christ's words on the cross, it is finished, remind us each year not to be crazy. Don't be crazy. Don't live crazy lies as if you don't have a new home, a new kingdom, a new power available to us to live lives marked by the great reversal and by God's reconciliation. The power of God's kingdom that's coming on earth. You see, in declaring it is finished, Jesus proclaims from the cross the victory of God. The cross speaks of the victory of God because it includes the resurrection. Indeed, the cross would be robbed of any of its meaning without the power of the resurrection. And as a result, the appropriate mood for every Good Friday is restrained celebration, restrained joy. On this day, crucifixion is transformed. It is reversed into triumph. Jesus reigns from the cross as the king on his throne. Such is the ancient understanding of St. John, which we heard read from the gospel, and it is consistent with the witness of the early church. 
We do not need to wait until Easter Vigil to see victory. And so in just a little while, we will come before the cross that will be here to express our devotion to our crucified King Jesus. And while this time is somber, it is not absent of joy or hope because our crucified Savior lives. We can never experience a good Friday apart from him living. Death could not hold him and the curse could not restrain him. And so death and the curse will not hold or restrain you. For you are hidden with Christ in God right now. So when you come, and I hope you will come, I encourage you to bring with you those marks of this sin-marred and broken creation. Your sin, your sorrow, your pain, your broken relationships, your broken marriage, your physical illness, your mental illness, your resentments, your jealousies, your anxieties, your regrets, your guilt, your shame. Come and give them to Jesus tonight. Move out of the old home with its broken foundation and move into the new. One that was finished for you upon the cross. Open yourself up through faith to the power of Jesus' cross to reverse the curse in your life and in this world. And open yourself up to his power to reconcile you to God and to each other. Transforming alienation into a reconciled homecoming. And one day, when we are finally and fully at home in the new creation, we will hear these words again, spoken not from a rough-hewn wood of the cross, but from the smooth, plain wood of the throne of heaven and earth. It is finished. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.